0: If you want a satisfying career and a fulfilling family life, this is the
1: podcast for you. Join me, Joel Olovich, and me, Lucy Dickens, as we share strategies and advice to help you keep your balls in the air. Welcome to The Juggle Podcast. Hi, everyone. It's Joel Lilovich here. And Lucy Dickens. You're listening to The Juggle Podcast. If you're anything like us, you're starting to feel a little bit overwhelmed. <laughs> in fact, I think I've been overwhelmed for the whole of 2019. Those words were just about to come out of my mouth. Have you
0: seen 2019? Were you living the same year as me?
1: (laughs) Overwhelmed. We've both had a lot of ups and downs and comings Mm. and goings. Mm. And
0: And we'll share more of that. We're going to share more of that on the 26th of December. We're going to do a year in review. Yes. We're going to look back and tell you about the things that have happened in our years. So we'll share some
1: more of that with you. It might get a bit emotional. (laughs) So (laughs) that... As we said, one of the things is that there has been a lot of periods of overwhelm and, dare I even use the word, burnout. And at this time of year, November, it's really starting to rack up. I mean, you've got the silly season, there's all sorts of work functions, there's massive things happening at kids' schools, everyone wants to do an end-of-year school concert or maybe it's dance concerts or some other out of school activity that you're involved in with your kids. It just, everyone wants to do things before Christmas. Mm-hmm. And then there's that mad rush on at work because you've got clients knocking on the door saying, oh, can you just get it done before Christmas? Cause I just want to wrap it up in this year.
0: Yeah. They impose Christmas as this deadline, but Christmas is actually yes. usually absolutely irrelevant to whatever it is that they want you to do. But it's like this kind of strange deadline that people impose. So true. And then there's the preparing for Christmas, which a lot of people yes. have, have probably started or Ready or we'll start, and it, probably not you because I'm pretty sure you do it last minute. I remember last year. I'm useless.
1: I'm so bad. I do start to see, you know, like asking the kids, "What do you think you'd like for Christmas?" Mm. And then I run into problems because I forget to write it down, and then I have to have the same conversation again. And I'm like, "I'm sure that's not what you said last time." Yeah. Do they change their minds though? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? You either do it last minute and get their last thing. Or you do it early and hope that they don't change their mind or you just say to them, sorry, but, you know, obviously, Santa thought that that's what you wanted. Yeah. That's it. Hmm. That's it. Well, that's what I thought you wanted because that's what you told me and that's what I got you. <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> anyway, so, yes, it is November. It is silly season. It is overwhelming. It is crazy. And we just thought that, like us, if you're feeling any of this, that you might need some tips and some strategies to deal with it.
0: So, who do we turn to when we need tips and strategies for burnout and overwhelm? Do, 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 we need like a drum roll. Did that work? I wonder if you can hear my drum roll? That's my really good one. I think so. <laughs> yep.
1: Do it again and announce it. Oh, ow, that was my hand. <laughs>
0: we have Katrina Alilovich.
1: Yay! (laughs) Once again, our personal on tap psychologist, my sister is here to share some tips and strategies. And if you need a little bit more than just this episode, because it's just going to be a brief one, because obviously we're all overwhelmed and we don't have time for lengthy episodes, then go back. And if you do have a bit of time, go back and listen to Kat talking about the mental load, which was episode 18. And the first time she appeared on the podcast. And you can find that one at juggle.com.au forward slash episode 18.
0: So today though, Kat is talking to us about burnout and overwhelm and she's sharing for us her top tips to help you deal with those things, particularly in view of the silly season.
1: So you find somewhere quiet and relaxing and enjoy listening.
2: Hi everyone, Katrina here. Going to talk to you a little bit about some thoughts around how to manage the Christmas overwhelm. And I was beginning to feel like I've um, left it a bit late, and I was glad that I left it to now to do, because literally in the last 15 minutes, I've come across an article written by Yumi Steins, and It was shared on my Facebook feed via Catherine Devaney and she had just prefaced the post with best article I've read all year. And I thought, okay, well, if it's got Catherine's okay, then I'm going to have a quick read of it before I sit down and speak to everyone In the juggle community. And I'm so glad I did because the title of it is Yumi Stein's On Why Women Should Go on Strike This Christmas. Now, I'm not advocating that you go on strike this year as the only way to manage overwhelm, but obviously, being provocative, she comes up with some really insightful observations and useful and practical strategies. So if you want to go and read it, it's on the ABC um, website. Um, And She just started out by talking about some of the reasons why we get into overwhelm as women on Christmas. And I just thought I'd read a little bit about it. She writes, it's different from the usual script. Here's what I usually see. Women running, women planning for months in advance, women stressing, women spending. And on the actual day, i.e. Christmas Day, what I see is women working I see women standing at the stove, working and chopping, cooking, preparing, delegating, washing, drying, putting away, organizing, ensuring all are cared for. And obviously she goes on. But I just thought that was a really good way to kind of introduce talking about how to manage Christmas overwhelm. Because if that's your typical Christmas or you're anticipating that that's how it's going to be for you now, I'm imagining that you're beginning to feel exhausted before you've even got there with all the lists, all the things to do to make sure that Christmas 2019 lives up to expectations. So I just thought I'd challenge you to think or support you to think about how you might approach Christmas 2019 and the end of 2019 with the aim of avoiding burnout and overwhelm. So start out by having a think about how do you want to feel at the end of December? And then we're going to work backwards from that. And I'm going to give you some tips to help you in that reflection process so that you can get through Christmas or enjoy Christmas and get to the end of 2019 and feel, yeah, actually, I made a difference to my overall mental health and, and general well-being. So the first suggestion I have for you is, don't strive for perfection. It's that gap between the expectations and reality. And just for a moment to think about what your expectations are of yourself, for other people, for your kids if you have them, for all the people perhaps that you entertain. What are the expectations you have? And then typically what ends up being the reality? And often the expectations that we have place a lot of pressure on ourselves. And I'm guessing that because you're part of the juggle community, you strive hard, you work hard, you've achieved well, and you pride yourself on those things. And in the work field, it doesn't tend to just stay around the work field. Those values that you have, those expectations of yourself tend to seep into the other areas of your your life i.e. entertaining, providing um, amazing experiences for your children, for your families. So just for a minute, just to think about, are the expectations that you're setting for yourself, are they necessary? Do they place an undue burden on you and contribute to feeling stressed, burnt out and overwhelmed? And if so, perhaps reconsider what you're striving for. How do you want to feel at the end of the day? of Christmas day? Eh? How do you want other people to feel? And what are the key things to make that happen? And perhaps in answering those questions, there are some things that you can leave out without spoiling the day or feeling like actually that wasn't the kind of Christmas that I want. So that's number one, don't strive for perfection. Number two is have a think about having a Christmas detox. So the detox might be around for a specific period of time, to allow yourself not to consider work, not to look at work emails if that's possible. Also, it might be a bit more of a challenge, but consider maybe no posting or scrolling on social media. And this one is important in terms of that tendency that we have to compare ourselves. And we see other people's amazing highlight reel, and say, for example, you know, their Christmas Eve or their Christmas Day or their Boxing Day. And then you might be left with a feeling of, my plans or my days didn't look like that, and then begin to feel that plummet, that plummet in your mood that comes from comparing yourself and feeling like you're missing out, you didn't do well enough, other people are having more fun than you or they're doing better than you. So have a think about that and consider staying off Facebook and Insta for just a short period of time and just notice how that ends up leaving you feeling. This episode is brought to you by us, Managing the Juggle.
1: We want to ensure more women feel like they're living the dream of a successful career and a fulfilling family life. If this message resonates with you, then get in touch to find out how we can be booked to speak at your next event or conference or in-house with your organisation. For more information, visit our website and go to the link www.thejuggle.com.au
2: forward slash speak. Number three is a favorite of mine, and it's setting boundaries. And this might be across all sorts of areas. It might be in terms of the money that you spend. Now, typically, you know, I imagine some of you are maybe even completely finished your shopping. Others haven't got started at all. Others are, you know, planning how all the money is going to be spent. I typically will make a plan, think I'm doing really well, and then something hits me around the few days before Christmas. And I tend to go a little bit mad with spending and then I regret it. So I know this is a bit of a pattern. So, one of the things I'm going to try and do is make a list of all the things that I want. And my aim is to double down on not buying lots of the fillers that, you know, for me go to create a sense of abundance, but a little bit overboard. So, I'm going to make lists around Christmas and the spending. My family has a um secret Santa kind of thing where we pick names out of a hat and um buy for one person so that's one an idea that we came up with to not that it's a a unique idea but that's an idea that we use to restrict the spending and also the stress around having to buy gifts for lots of different people. Now, sometimes gift buying in families is around feeling like you're making the effort, you're being thoughtful, but perhaps there are other ways that you can be thoughtful. Or perhaps this year you're going to take a risk and make a suggestion as a way of taking some of the pressure off everyone. It doesn't have to mean that you're going to do it for every year, but just to trial it. And you might meet some opposition But there's no harm in in putting it out there. And because I imagine that there are other people too in your family who might relish the idea of taking taking some of the pressure off. Another area about setting boundaries is about food prep. The food that we have on Christmas is typically a whole lot more fancy than we would normally eat and it's usually a load more. We eat a load more than we would normally eat. And that, that's no problem with that, but just to be thoughtful about what you're setting yourself up to do in terms of, you know, are you putting yourself under extreme pressure to cook amazing things for everyone? One of the ways that you might get around that is asking for help. You know, maybe it's your turn this year to cater or to host, and maybe the rules are that the host has to do all the work. And I can just imagine that some people are really dreading having to host Christmas this year because of all the tidying, the cleaning, the cooking, and on the day, just managing it all. And before you know it, it's the only moment that you've sat down to relax or enjoy yourself is when everyone's gone. That's not okay for you not to experience the fun and the joy that everyone else is getting to enjoy at your expense because you're, you're doing a lot of the work. Another way that we can set boundaries around Christmas is in terms of all the invites that you might accept. So you might be invited to go here, to go there, and it can feel like you're just racing around between one place to get to everyone. And the thought of saying no to someone fills you with a bit of dread because you don't want to appear rude or you want them to invite you next time step back have a think how do i want to feel at the end of christmas or the christmas period and what do i need to do to get there and that might be saying no to some invitations it might be restricting yourself to one thing a day and that might throw some challenges up for people because i know some people you know race between two or three places in on christmas day but i want you to have a think about How do I want to feel at the end of Christmas? What do I need to do to get there? And number four is ask for help. People are typically willing to help, but they often don't know or I can't intuitively work out what help would be most gratefully received. So it's on you really to be clear and specific about the type of help that people could contribute. And to ask them, can you imagine if all the tasks that you're anticipating having to complete were shared among some people, that might help you get to a Christmas, the end of Christmas and feel like that was a good one. And I want to repeat that, um, not thank goodness it's over. So number five is just up for you really, just as we've been talking, if you've come up with any ideas, perhaps you could write them on the Facebook group in the Juggle community and share around and help each other out. The last thing I want to talk about is around families and Christmas. And typically Christmas is a time where we see family members that we might not have spent a great deal of time with throughout the year. For some of us, it means getting thrown back into dynamics that cause tension or unrest and, yeah, sometimes disturb us and we can get into a place of just dreading seeing so-and-so. So So I want you to have a think about how you can support yourself to manage those interactions so that things don't go pear-shaped. And I'm more than happy to, if you've got questions that you want to put in the juggle community, specifics or generalities, I'm more than happy to give my thoughts on how you might be able to manage certain kind of dynamics. So that's it from me. I wish you all, whatever you choose to do over the festive season and the holidays, that you remember that you are part of the family and that this period of time is for you too, not just for everyone else. Bye now.
0: Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope Kat's tips have helped ease or helped you to help ease your burnout and overwhelm at this time of year.
1: If you'd like to listen to that mental load episode that we talked about in the intro, you'll find that as episode 18 and you can find the link to that and to all of our other episodes and links to join our Facebook group at our website, which is www.thejuggle.com.au. And if you'd like to know more about Katrina and connect with her, you can either find her and connect on LinkedIn, or you can find her at Mount Lawley Counselling, which is where she practices.
0: See you next week. Happy juggling.